listening to From the Friars, the podcast of the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York. Good morning. May the Lord give you his peace. Amen. We have a tremendous story today from the road to Emmaus. Oh, just such a great moment and so many details in there. They're so powerful. And... Uh, just a couple of um, kind of highlights from that. Well, you know, I believe we can learn from that story from Easter. Two of the disciples, you know, leaving Jerusalem to go to Emmaus. And, they, you know, the death and burial of Jesus had dashed all of their hopes, thinking that he was going to be the Messiah. He was going to be the Savior. And Jesus, come, the risen Jesus, comes and walks with them. They, at first, they don't recognize him. And as they're going and they're talking, and then Jesus himself gives them a Bible study. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Whoa. And he starts to explain to them all these passages of the Old Testament that they would have known quite well as devout Jews and how each one of these stories from salvation history were fulfilled in himself. You know, and then they get to the house. And then there's this taking of the bread and the breaking it just like at the Last Supper, just like at the uh, multiplication of the loaves. And then he, they recognize him in the breaking of the bread. He vanishes from their sight. So, you know, beautiful. It's, it's the resurrection. It's, it's scripture. It's sacramental. It's Eucharist. There's a whole lot going on there. Hmm. And um, so what, what, you know, what to pick out? Well, first of all, I think we're all aware of the difference between a scripture scholar approach versus biblical theology. You're familiar with the distinction there? You know, scripture scholars, you know, they tend to, you know, really get in there and focus in on the original words and the grammar and you know they break it apart kind of like um you know a scientist in a laboratory right you pulling it all apart and looking at it all in pieces and pulling it trying to put it all together whereas um, a biblical theology approach has the ability to kind of back up further and kind of look at the whole and kind of put it all together and um i think uh we've suffered from uh recent you know years of people you know saying that those two worlds are two different worlds like the catholic approach is that those two worlds are not different rather those that's the same world right there and um so you, you probably have had experiences where somebody let's say would be doing a study on the gospel of saint matthew and then they don't want you to compare anything to the gospel of mark luke or john because these four gospels are separate from one another you know and and uh, whereas a Maybe biblical theology would be able to look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the whole thing, and kind of from that pull a bigger kind of theology. Okay, so you're aware of that. So I think that um, the programs such as the Bible Timeline with Jeff Cavins or a book such as A Father Who Keeps His Promises from Dr. Hahn are really important, really important books. It's kind of a, a biblical theology approach that's also competent on a scripture level, you know, but... Um, and I would like to propose that today's reading, the story from Emmaus, shows to us that it's Jesus himself who started this whole idea. You know, all of these random stories from the Old Testament, you know, from Adam and Eve to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob Israel to Moses to King David, like all of these stories, which are from, you know, different eras in history. And the books that we have of the Old Testament were penned by different human authors and the prophets like Isaiah and Jeremiah and Daniel and Ezekiel and, and the minor prophets, Hosea, Micah, you know, all of the, you know, that uh, 
the thing that brings all of that together, the thing that unifies this whole thing as a, as a whole, is Jesus himself. It's Jesus himself. You know? And it's, uh, it's after the resurrection, it's after the giving of the Holy Spirit, the, the gift of faith, that this becomes clear. Before that, it was not clear. It, it was difficult and it was confusing and uh, it was not easy to understand how, how does all this stuff fit together. But it's not only the message that Jesus taught, his gospel, but it's also his person, you know, it, in himself, true God and true man. He uh, reveals the overarching interpretation of it all, how it all makes sense, how it all fits together. It was, an, it was the plan of God. God had a plan. It was a unified plan in the midst of history as it was unfolding and the different covenants and the whole story actually fits together as one story, right? That's the, that's the message of somebody like Jeff Cavins or Dr. Hahn. And uh, unfortunately, there would be some so-called scripture scholars who would be offended by that. And um, to those people, we say, too bad. Hahn and Jeff Cavins are absolutely correct. You see it in De Verbum. You see it in the Catechism. You see it in some of the, the writings of like Pope Benedict, Cardinal Ratzinger, you know, like there is an overarching unified plan. All of this stuff fits together. It was part of God's plan and it all centers on Jesus. And um, so the road to Emmaus is one of those passages where it kind of becomes clear, like who came up with this idea of going through the Old Testament and saying, well, Jesus fulfilled that and, and Jesus fulfilled this, like we see in like, right, the Gospel of Matthew. This was to fulfill Psalm 2, out of Egypt I've called my son, you know, and you're kind of like, well, oh, okay. It was Jesus himself. The, the origin of, of this idea comes from Jesus himself. He saw himself in terms of the recapitulation or the fulfillment of the whole, I'm getting bonus points here, the whole story. Okay, I know we're all on that page, huh? We're all on that page. Um, so let's take it a step further. So if that can be said about the whole Bible, especially, you know, the whole plan of God as it unfolded, what about our own lives? What about our own lives? And I think it's the same. It is a relationship with Jesus that pulls together all of the random details of each one of our own stories, huh? Now, at the end, after we die, we get through the car wash known as purgatory. We come into heaven, the fullness, you know, just as the death and resurrection of Jesus kind of made sense of everything that came before. So when we're in heaven, it will be abundantly clear how our entire life, our entire story, all the things that have gone fit together as a unified whole in God's plan, the grace of Jesus at work in our lives. Now, at the moment, it's not always so clear, huh? So, but with the gift of faith, we can start to uncover the patterns of God's work in our own lives. Huh? That the relationship with Jesus, Jesus who is, you know, the center of history, Jesus who is uh, the fulfillment of all of God's promises, that, that same Jesus in our own lives, our own relationship with him, our faith journey, it is only this that can pull together it all to make it a unified whole and that it makes sense and that it was a unified plan of God. Just as God had a plan for history, God had a plan for humanity, we believe that God has a plan for each person, including myself. You know, the things where I've come from, the family I was born into, you know, my childhood where I was raised, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, all of the details of my life come together in a unified whole. And if it's seen through the gift of faith, through the relationship with Jesus, it is, it is a plan, it is, it is a, a beautiful story of God's grace at work. It will be super clear 
at the end when we're in heaven, but even now, through the gift of faith, we have taste, we have an uh, intimation, we have a suspicion that somehow all of this is going together. Now, when you're getting ready for a big moment in life, it's a chance to think about that. So to you brothers who are about to be ordained, you know, to the diaconate of the priesthood, this is a great moment. In the midst of all the things you have to do, I wanna encourage you to really take some time to pray, you know, to think about your life. Sit before the presence of the Lord and you know, allow him to reveal to you, maybe on a deeper level, how all these things are fitting together in his plan for you. You know, the meaning and the purpose and the value of, of your existence. Ooh, that's a bit, a bit of a big statement, huh? You know, but to be on that road to Emmaus with Christ, you know, as he walks with us and he breaks open the scriptures and our hearts burn as he starts to reveal to us how it all fits together, how it all makes sense, how it all is part of this plan, this working of his grace in our lives. Hmm. So important, so important. And as a priest, you will be called to minister to others, to try to help them to be on that road to amaze themselves, you know, to walk with others, to help break open the bread of God's word for them, to help understand how the relationship with Jesus, this gift of faith, makes sense of everything they're going through, everything they've been through, even the difficulties, even the trials. Um, this is the resurrected Holy Spirit given gift of faith that kind of puts it all together and uh, helps us to, uh, to be led and to be guided as uh, we try to make good use of this time that we have, huh? this mystery of life on planet Earth. It's such a mystery, isn't it? What a gift to, to stand in awe of this mystery, you know, and to, to wonder at it and to not have it totally under, figured out, or, you know, but to have a sense that there is a plan that's at work. There is a grace that's unfolding in Jesus, you know. Mm. So let's pray for that grace this day. Amen. Hey everybody, after speaking with the brothers at breakfast, I wanted to offer a little extra note to this uh, podcast, this homily. Um, with all this talk of Jesus fulfilling the prophecies and, and um, being the, the one that brought together the unity of the whole of God's plan there, we, we wouldn't want to see that as, um, you know, in the sense of destiny or fate where everything was kind of planned out by God beforehand and all the people were just kind of like robots fulfilling a program that was written or actors that were simply reading the script that was written beforehand. As a matter of fact, in the Catechism on the crucifixion of Jesus, it rejects that idea. It says rather that because God is outside of space and time, he knows all of history in its immediacy. There is no past or future for God. And so he foresaw the circumstances and the misuse of the gift of free will and that's where the prophecies, you know, came for Jesus fulfilled. So also for our own lives. So we don't believe in fate. Rather, we believe in faith. And we trust in the Lord. And that uh, as things unfold in our own lives, we do have the gift of free will. And it's not like everything is set. And um, that's also on a side note why it's kind of sinful and wrong to look at horoscopes or palm readers or tarot card readers or anything that's kind of there. It breaks the first commandment. And... Uh, it's a lack of trust in the Lord as we kind of get nervous. We kind of want to know about the future, that uh, he's there. We have our gift of free will, and uh, he's calling us to respond to his grace. And uh, so just a little uh, side note there for you. God bless you, and uh, see you soon. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please visit us on our website, franciscanfriars.com, or follow us on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. God bless you.